Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Astronomical Anomalies, your one-stop shop for all cool space and science facts. Uh, today, I'm joined by two other people. Ryan was uh, in the last one, so go ahead and say hi. What's up, guys? How's it going? And then we have a new guest star today. My name is Christian Zukowski. He's also one of our good friends. Our buddies. The other, the other two aren't here today. They're... Uh, caught up doing some other stuff so we figured that we'd just hop on today for a little bit and uh, talk about some cool things on today's agenda what i have is uh the relativity of time and motion do you guys know anything about time or motion oh my gosh what did you um, hit the crickets again no i didn't hit anything actually i was <laughs> going to darn <laughs> yeah there's we have the soundboard right here has crickets and like Applause. Yeah, and applause. It's kind of funny. Jake Jake knows just when to hit him. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But um, do you guys know anything about like space? I know, like or I know time? what time it is. Like four thirty nine. Well, yeah, you know what time it is. But like, do you know like the astrophysics side of time? I mean, and motion? Hot, like not really. So if, I, if I'm completely being completely honest, we spoke a little bit about it in the last podcast. Okay. Oh yeah, like the um, like the paradoxes and stuff. It's not necessarily a paradox. I, I know that there is a paradox re- relating it, but that we, we aren't. I, that wasn't on my agenda today. Okay, okay. I don't know exactly what the paradox is, but basically, do you know what I mean whenever I say time is relative? Um. Yeah. Kinda. So like, it's not like it can't be like observed by there. There's no like foundation for it. like. There's there's no like point of reference for it. Like single point of reference for time and, and motion. Do you understand what I mean? Kinda. So like, sorry, I stopped paying attention. If I'm being honest. Sorry, guys. So <laughs> in, in the in the last podcast, we talked about how, say Ryan, say you were in a spaceship, right? Sure. You're traveling, kind of, you know, faster than you would be on Earth. On Earth, I don't exactly remember how fast the Earth spins, but uh, it's pretty it's pretty quick. And uh, say you were going in a spaceship and you were going close to the speed of light, so. If you're going close to the speed of light, you would be experiencing time slower than us on Earth. It's just oh, like yeah, in that I've, movie I've Interstellar. I've heard that like when someone came back, you can be like, you can be like probably like one year older, but your friend can be like ten years older or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's all relative because there's no central um, like point of reference, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, we aren't for sure. So, like, yeah, so, like, for example, like, you could be going close to the speed of light, you could be up in space for one year, and then, like you said, come back down, and everyone else is, you know, five or ten years older. And, um... And you have, you only aged about a year. Yeah. Which is kind of cray-cray. It is kind of cray-cray. And light doesn't experience time. Like, photons? Doesn't, like, speed of light, like, say, like, a star blows up, like, far away, you don't see it for, like, a million years. Yeah, that's based off... Yeah, yeah. So if like a if like a supernova blows up, uh, or if a star goes supernova, right terminology, uh, and it's ten thousand light years away, we won't we will be seeing, we won't see it until you know the light takes ten thousand years to get us get to us, which means that it happened ten thousand light years ago or ten thousand years ago. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of wild, and um, yeah, photons don't experience time. So, like, all of the light that we get from the sun, since it doesn't have any mass, it doesn't experience time until it hits something on Earth or something surrounding it. Like, until it f- hits a, phys- a physical object, which I thought is also kind of crazy. 
It is pretty wild. That is pretty time, time is trippy. Low-key, bro, recently uh, my dreams have been getting intermingled with reality. Really? Just a little bit. Really? Like, Christian, I had a dream the other day mm-hmm. where it was like 9 a.m. Like on a it was Friday or Wednesday. And you're like banging on my door to wake up. Like, hey, wake up. Like, Ryan, Matt, wake up. And I walked out, and then you weren't there, and then the door was still locked, so like you never came in. He yeah. could he couldn't distinguish whether or not it was real or not. Yeah, I couldn't distinguish like if it was real, or if it was my dream. He was lucid dreaming. And then the same thing with Lorio, like that Lorio was telling Sarah like she couldn't shoot with us today, and I asked Lorio if he actually said it, and he said no. I was like, Dan, I was in my dream. Yeah, we're on the line with Shotgun Sports Team, by the way. That's why. Oh yeah, I was I was just I was just confused. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we're in shotgun sports. That's why I said shoot with us. But yeah, I was really confused. I've not any dreams recently. Mm. I had a dream I was attacked by bugs. Talked about what? Attacked by bugs. Attacked by bugs. Yeah. <laughs> attacked by these giant yellow wasps, and I died. And I woke up, and it was like six in the morning, and I had to go to um, financial accounting. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty funny. Sorry, that's on the agenda, Reese, but you can continue. No, it's fine. It's fine. Talk about a little off topic. But anyways, so not not only time. Well, time is not only affected by speed, but it's also affected by gravity. It's also believed that if you were to go to a planet that has a way bigger gravitational pull, so its mass is like exponentially larger, that you would also experience time slower because bigger gravitational pulls means that time revolves more slowly. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of crazy too. It is kind of crazy. I don't know. I what like this insane. Universe is crazy. I know, dude. Like there's so many things like in this this is all coming from Einstein's theory of relativity, like general theory of relativity and the special theory of relativity. And that's what he released like back in the early 1900s. That's what made him so like, famous. Nothing's real. It's crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> oh no, it's just it's like insane. the fact the fact Actually, that crazy the fact that people can go from not knowing these things and then study you know like all their lives and then come up with these crazy concepts that are like almost undeniable now. Like, how do you come up with that? How do you be like, oh, he's moving faster than me? He must be you know, experience time differently than I am. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's 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 just crazy to me. Because, like, how people can come up with these types of things is just ridiculous. Honestly. Like, I would never think that, you I'm know, not a genius like that to think about life like that. No, and that's why I enjoy, like, watching Neil deGrasse Tyson's, like, Star Talk and, like, watching, like, I know it, like, it, like, I don't know. Like, the topic, like, seems, like, nerdy or whatever, but, like, learning about like some of these things like with what we talked about in like the lap like the last podcast with like different dimensional beings like ants are two-dimensional and like if you picked up a piece of paper and put it in a third dimension like a file organizer then it would completely disappear from the ants perspective because it doesn't have the con like it oh, doesn't yeah, have we the- talked about that last episode yeah, yeah that it, was that was trippy it's wild mm-hmm. so like thinking about it like in our, our our point of view like if we had boxes and we completely filled this room up with boxes, like we wouldn't have anywhere else to put these boxes. But if like a four dimensional being came, they'd be like, "Oh, like just put it here." Yeah, but we wouldn't be able to. And we wouldn't. It. We wouldn't see like where it went. Like it's just insane. Yeah, and that all relates back because they think that um, they think that time is the fourth dimension. They write, you know how it has like an X, Y, and Z yeah. axis, 
or axis. They think that there's one that comes down like at a diagonal and it's time. So like they think that fourth dimensional beings would be able to like manipulate time in some way. So like they'd put your box in like a different time period. What would technically be a fourth dimensional being? Well, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, it's just like trying to create a four dimensional figure. Like how would like what would a four dimensional figure look like? Because we know what a three D figure looks like, right? It has like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like almost like yeah, yeah. well, it's three D, right? It's like this, <laughs> like a cube. But like, what would a four D figure look like? Like, how would you add another dimension to a cube? Exactly. Like, our minds like, just what can't. Would be considered fourth dimensional. Like, would we not see like four dimensional beings? Are they like around us? No. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to. So are they around us now? I just, Maybe, I, uh, I mean, they they might. We just like there could be some. I don't know. There there might be a four dimensional being sitting in that chair that you're resting your feet on. You might. Like, this dude might be like, what What's going on? Like, why is he resting my feet on? Or why is he resting his feet on me? You know, that's wild. Isn't it? That's that's pretty crazy. I think it's pretty crazy. What about the multiverse? What do you think about that? The multiverse? Yeah, yeah, that goes into string theory. I've watched a lot of videos on that because I think it's like crazy to, that. Every single, every single possible action that you could have made in your life, according to string theory, it's is done in an alternate universe. universe yeah, it's, it's insane. So, like, I, I need to go to the bathroom right now. Me too. So, like, if but in in another like alternate universe, we went to the bathroom, or we would have gone to the restroom right now, or, or we right peed now, our pants. or right now, or yeah, or peed or peed your pants, or or you didn't know. have to go pee. At all. Yeah. Isn't that, like, insane? That's wild. And people think that black holes are portals to different dimensions because, like, you I can't mean, see into one. Like, they think they think like that... Where do black holes go? Well, they... I mean, based off, like, science and what we have now, right? I mean, we... Like, we really don't have enough technology to, like, fully understand anything, but... Um, what we've come to a conclusion of, there's multiple different theories, but like the most popular theory is that there's a singularity at the middle and it's caused by a supermassive explosion, like a supernova. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Christian's been doing homework. It's caused by a supermassive explosion, like a supernova exploding. And whenever that happens, it sheds its outer layer, like the plant, like the, the star Mm -hmm. sheds its outer layer and then it implodes on itself. And its mass stays the same since it implodes, not explodes, but implodes. Mm-hmm. So its mass stays the same, but because it compacts itself together like that, it creates such a big gravitational pull that not even light can escape that gravitational pull. Because if you, you know, like they they so do say things. Something goes into the black hole. Where does it go? Does it vanish? Disappear? Like no, they they say that you know it stays there. Um, there's this thing called Hawking radiation. Which is believed to be um, like so. So, what happens whenever you go into a black hole? According to the singularity theory, is that if you get too close, which is like right on the event horizon, it's not like a huge deal if you're like you know like a light year away. It's not like that strong. You have to be pretty close to the event horizon, which is like the opening, right? And then once you go into the event horizon, um, they say that you'll get spaghettified which is exactly how it sounds. You'll be turned into a string of atoms eventually, and you'll get pulled apart joint by joint until you tear apart into a million, like however many atoms are in your body. Because 
matter can't be destroyed. Does that hurt? Yeah. Can you imagine going feet first into a black hole? You would you would experience gravity worse at your feet than your head. But it wouldn't it wouldn't be like too crazy, but it would be enough to snap your your knees off first and then it would or I think it's like your hip. It'd snap it'd snap you in two and then your your legs would snap in two and then your upper half would snap in two. Reese talking about this like he's been there. <laughs> Reese is like, I'm shout out to done. Neil deGrasse like, like, Tyson, there, dude. Reese is like, I've been there. About that. No, shout out to Neil. I've learned all this from Star Talk. I'm not even kidding. Dimensional being put me back together. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's but like, they I met him. His name was Leroy. But they say whenever you get spaghettified like that, um, you go down to the singularity, and whatever happens in there, we don't know what happens. But there's this thing called Hawking radiation, which is like the or like the kind of like haziness. Yeah. that you see around black holes and they think that that is you know matter that had been pulled in and then expelled back out it's crazy life is just wild so are you saying my rock climbing holds aren't real <laughs> <laughs> no dude just become a four-dimensional being no, and you could teleport to the top real. of a mountain i don't know yo that'd be wild wouldn't that be crazy imagine just being able to teleport uh, there's probably a dimensional being that would be able to do you think, just do you think do you think teleportation what real? I really like about the teleportation? Yeah, it is real. The armrests raised on these chairs isn't that really cool? It <laughs> <That> is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. The they do. Dimensional being. <laughs> do you think the four-dimensional <laughs> being could come up with a chair like this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, yeah, it's it's real. They've teleported atoms before, like single atoms. Just let me let me finish up my. No, no, no. Yeah. Anyways, um, no, yeah, they've they've teleported atoms, and there's also. Do you guys know what quantum computing is? No. I, I don't like... It's a really, really complex topic, but basically they, they've they created a computer that uses atoms, like uh, I think it's protons. I don't know. They, they use... I forgot what atoms they use. But anyways, that's how you calculate. So like with, with a regular computer, it's ones and zeros, right? It's algorithms. Mm-hmm. But with quantum computing, it's like atoms instead of ones and zeros. So... There's this thing, I forgot what the what the term was for it, but um, every single electron has a pair. Anywhere in the universe has a pair. They're electrons, not protons, sorry. And whenever one of those electrons flips polarity, the other one instantaneously flips to the opposite polarity. Because if you know, like, magnets, they have to be opposite polarities to, yeah, to stick yeah. together. So... That happens, and it doesn't matter how far away it is. It just happens instantaneously. So what they're doing is they're harnessing that, and they're putting it into our technology to make feedback instant. So, like, that's why with, like, cyber attacks and stuff, like, they're so worried about quantum computing because you need something called a qubit. Like, that's that's the energy levels. Yeah. So, like, qubits of energy. And, um, like, I think a quantum com- computer... I don't know how many qubits of energy it needs. It's like 30, I think. Um, it would be able to crack a 64-digit or 64-character password in like five seconds, That's which insane. if you think about how many possibilities there are for a 64-character password, That's in, yeah, there's it's 64 times however many different possibilities or however many keys there are on a keyboard that are characters, which is like billions or trillions. And it, it, it'd solve it in, like, seconds or minutes. So, like, that's why they're worried about that for the future. Because, like, people, like, hackers and criminals can just 
if if they become if quantum computing becomes like a, a regular thing, yeah, they can they just hack in anything. They just come in it's and they're like, like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. figure out this password. But we we were going to talk about motion today, but I think that for today, that's that's been a good enough I don't know anything podcast. About this topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's why I'm we here. We came to. We learned. We, we learned, learned something. I learned anything either, and I learned Guys, something. Let me start a podcast about rock climbing. <laughs> rock climbing yeah then i won't know anything about it <laughs> well thank you reese for having me on the podcast today yeah, of course thank you reese you're so welcome christian he's my special guest all righty everybody uh yeah tune in next week for another episode thank you guys for listening and uh have an astronomical day